Welcome to 52 Weeks in the Word. I'm your host, Trillia Newbell, and I'm grateful to have author and spoken word artist Blair Lynn on the podcast. You have written a book called Finding My Father, How the Gospel Heals the Pain of Fatherlessness. One of the most comforting doctrines for me, and I, I'm imagining for many of us, is the doctrine of adoption. I didn't become a Christian until the age of 22. My father, he died when I was 19. I didn't experience fatherlessness um, insofar as a father that was absent, uh, as an absentee father, but but 19's young to lose your dad. And, and so when I became a Christian at the age of 22, ah, it was such a comfort to think of my God as my father. And so here's my question for you. What is the doctrine of adoption and how does it heal the pain of fatherlessness? Yeah, so I love talking about the doctrine of adoption. I think, you know, at times we don't talk about it enough. And what it is, is basically, I think we have to start with the truth of what the scripture says, that we were all under or following the father of lies at one time, right? All of us were born into sin. Um, You know, we have all fallen short of God's glory. And because of our sin, uh, God, who is holy, and without sin, there is the inability for us to actually be reconciled to him on our own, through our own means. But God in his mercy, what he has done, um, and knowing that we deserve actually what the scripture says, which is punishment for our sin, you know, our beautiful God has chosen to make a way for us to actually be reconciled to him. And he's done that through sending Jesus Christ, his one and only son, to this world to live a perfect life that we can never live. He died on the cross and he resurrected from the grave. And as a result, the scripture says that all who who trust in him, they actually will be saved. And once we're saved, I think it's important for us to realize that God just doesn't merely tolerate us in forgiving us of our sins. He actually loves us. He wants to have fellowship with us, a relationship with us, where he is our father and we are his child. And, you know, the scripture says uh, in Ephesians chapter one, in love, he predestined us for adoption, that this was his plan actually before the foundation of the world. Uh, And he chose to do it in love. And I think those who struggle with fatherlessness, at times we can we can have a hard time with that, believing that God loves us. Uh, and maybe even those who have had their father in their life might struggle with that idea that God truly loves them. And, and it is a love that's not contingent upon anything that we've done, because he loved us while we were yet in our sin. Uh, and, and, and he didn't love us that we would remain in our sin, but that we would actually be able to grow in our sanctification and grow in our holiness and and one of the beautiful things that comes with our adoption that we I think don't spend enough time on as well is the fact that now that not only do we have a, a father in God but we have a family in the church and and so God has provided through the church right our family and we're now a body right and we're now helping each other as siblings in Christ to become more and more like our father 
And, you know, what this looks like in the life of a person who's fatherless, I think it looks like, first of all, meditating upon these truths, I think is so important. Like I said, I came to the Lord at 22 as well. <laughs> um, so we're twins in that way. Um, <laughs> and um, But it was really hard for me to grasp the fact that God was my father. I just thought, okay, yeah, he's forgiven me. He, But this is what God does. He forgives people, you know, and, and it wasn't until I got into the scripture and began to see, well, wait, he wants to be my father. I'm praying our father, but I don't necessarily believe that he's my father. And, and the more that I dug into the scripture and looked at God, not through the lens of my broken situation, but looked at who does he say he is and he loves me and he's my father and that will never change right the scripture says though your mother and father forsake you the lord will never forsake you he will never leave you um and just holding fast to his truths it has been the gospel that has allowed me to be able to forgive my parents right uh for the times where they were absent it's been the gospel that has given me the ability uh, and to to learn that forgiveness is not a one-time act but it, it's continual um, it's been the gospel that has given me the ability to to heal those deep wounds that I have had. It's been the gospel and the church having that family that has been able to walk me through the, the missing pieces of my life, the things that I was not taught because my father never lived in my home. Um, it's been the gospel, really, that has given me confidence in my heavenly father. And so, you know, the gospel is really, I think, <laughs> the answer, <laughs> the answer to the fatherless. And I think it's amazing that God says, Church, my people, I want you to care for the fatherless. We see, you know, in James that this is a part of our responsibility. We are to care for the fatherless because God has a heart for the fatherless. I, I am actually really, I was moved by um, the, the idea, I mean, that we can, should care for the fatherless. I, I, I it reminded me um, of where... Uh, the Lord says that we comfort with the comfort that we receive from Christ. And that is the, the idea of comforting with the comfort that we've received from Christ, I think is something that we apply to suffering insofar as maybe we've been had a miscarriage or we've been diagnosed with cancer. But I have not thought of it in relation to this sort of suffering where we um, have experienced fatherlessness or ab an absentee parent. And so I'd love to press in on that a little, how, how when we've experienced something as painful as fatherlessness or an absentee parent, how we can turn and and care for the world or those around us. Yeah, so, um, and I think it is true, you know, when you've experienced a certain suffering or a certain level of just pain uh, in this fallen world, which Jesus says in this world, you will have trouble, um, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I think when we have experienced pain, it makes us a bit more sensitive to those who might be experiencing pain. And, and I think, you know, it, it's important for us to walk alongside others. Sometimes when it comes to fatherlessness specifically, um, I think as Christians, we do a really good job of caring for orphans, you know, those who 
are in need of adoption or fostering, which is wonderful. But I think often those who are raised in single parent homes um, may be overlooked because it's like, well, you have a parent, you know. Um, but we have a lot of fatherless children in our pews, um, you know, who need care, who need, you know, someone to come alongside and say, you know, I, I didn't have my father in my life. Um, maybe I can be a father, you know, to you, a spiritual father or a spiritual sister or a spiritual brother or a spiritual mother. Uh, maybe I can walk alongside and those holes that you may have, uh, the things that you're wrestling through, you may not be sure uh, sure about, I can come alongside and be a sense of help and encouragement. And, and I think that comes with being known um, and being willing to get to know others. That's the true love that I think Jesus was talking about when he says, love your neighbor as yourself. We have to know one another and be known by one another so that we can do that well. I think that's so good and so true. So as we end today, I just want to pray for those who have experienced fatherlessness. And specifically, I, I love that you started this with a focus on God's love for us. Um, it can be a temptation, I imagine, to project the experience that we've experienced onto God and assume that what we've experienced from man is the same that we will experience from the Lord. So your emphasis on God never rejecting, never leaving or forsaking us, that Romans 8 um, thought that, that there's nothing can, that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So let's pray for um, those who, who might need that kind of encouragement. Would you close us in prayer? Oh God, our Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are our Father, a Father unlike any Father we have known. Even if we've had the most wonderful Father, you're still far greater. Um, I do pray for those who have experienced the pain of fatherlessness, like myself. I pray, Lord, that you would comfort them, that you would remind them of who you are. I pray, Lord, that they would know that you are constant and stable and you, um, you are good, Lord. Uh, those who've experienced very hard circumstances, Lord, I pray for healing. I pray for wholeness. I pray, Lord, for the ability to wrestle with their pain and cast their cares over to you. And I pray, Lord, that you would replace their pain with joy uh, and with your beauty and with your goodness. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much.